you're listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast, the podcast of author Josh Vasquez. That's me. This is the podcast where I talk about all kinds of uh, nerdy things, uh, uh, zombies, books, writing, uh, pretty much any kind of uh, nerdy thing that I feel like talking about this week. And uh, let's see, let's, what, we, what have we talked about in the past couple weeks? We've talked about Marvel and the MCU and uh, Endgame is this week. Oh yeah. That's exciting. Um, so just uh, four more days until the end game. Uh, yeah, so I'm obviously, as you can tell, pretty excited about it. It's kind of like the thing that's been uh, just in the back of my mind. But like, hey, you just got to get through this week and then it's end game. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. What else we have talked about? Talked about Star Wars a little bit last week. Talked about, uh, about the new uh, movie coming out in December. The final episode of the Skywalker Saga, Episode 9, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, just talked about the, the teaser trailer and all the little fun goodies they dropped in that. Uh, talked about, just talked about that, you know? Um, but yeah, I pretty much talk about uh, just a whole bunch of different things on this podcast. So if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. How are you? How's it, how's it going? Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's really about it. Uh, so this week... Uh, well, this episode, uh, I was planning on having uh, my boy Tyson on here. Uh, you heard me mention him a couple times before, if you've listened to this podcast um, a few times. And uh, we are going to do an episode called Tyson vs. the Zombie Apocalypse. And basically, I was going to put him through all these uh, scenarios and see if he survives. See if he can, if he can survive the zombie apocalypse. Which I feel like he's got a good shot, but, uh, you know, we'll see. But anyways, uh, some uh, scheduling uh, conflict on, uh, on, on that, so we didn't get a chance to record that this weekend. Um, to be fair, uh, it was also Easter weekend, so there's like a lot of stuff going on. Uh, so uh, we will be doing that episode for next week's show. Uh, we'll be recording that sometime this weekend. Uh, so yeah, so because of that, I didn't really have an episode for today, which is okay, I guess. But at the same time, like I have nothing prepared. But you're probably thinking, Joshua, when do you have anything prepared to begin with? And I'm like, you know what, audience, that's that's a good solid point. Because um, I don't repa- I don't prepare anything. I don't, I don't have notes. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, uh, I normally mention it every episode, but. Uh, yeah, so I record this in my van on the way to work. So there will be some background noise, some bouncing as I go over the bumpy roads of downtown Savannah. Um, you'll hear some change jangling in the background. Uh, you might hear me slurp on some coffee because it's super early. Uh, it's 5.07 on a Tuesday morn right now. And that's normally when I record these episodes. Unless something goes horribly wrong. Or, in the case of last week, it was just super boring when I recorded it. So, yeah, you know, that happens. Uh, but unlikely. So, uh, coffee slurp coming in in 3, 2, 1. Mmm. That's some good coffee. Woo! Um, it's that, uh, that Blue Mountain Jamaica. I get it. I get it from the bulk containers at Lucky's Market. That's some good coffee, dude. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like $5.99 a pound, and you just grind it up there. So delicious. 
I normally go back and forth between the Blue Mountain and the Kona. And those are my two favorite kinds. But, uh, yeah, that's it. That's, uh, that's enough about talking about coffee. But so I was like, oh, man, I got, I have nothing to talk about. And so, like, in, like, real life, in, like, my daytime job, the job that I'm currently driving to, today's my first day that I'll be running my, uh, my new position all by myself. So that's pretty exciting. I'm pretty jazzed about that. Um, Tyson, the guy that I mentioned, he's actually one of the guys that trained me. So uh, we'll see uh, see if his training holds up. See if uh, he did a good job, you know, showing me the ropes. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. Ah oh, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be just weird going out there all by myself, all by my lonesome. Because um, I've been I've been riding with people for like the past. Oh, geez, it's been it's been like it feels like a, I don't know. It's been a couple months now. Whoo, yeah, it, it feels longer because I had that baby in the middle, and by I had that baby, I mean my wife had the baby. Like I was just there for emotional support. So that just made it seem so much longer. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been riding with people, and uh, this is gonna be my first. My first day solo, all by myself, and uh, I got some some podcasts ready to listen to. I got some some audio book, and I'll talk a little bit about that later in this episode. Uh, but yeah, so I'm pretty. I don't know. Like I'm I'm excited, but I'm also sad because I've had some good times these past few weeks, months, however long it's been. Just riding with the uh, with different guys and just uh, just talking with them and just having some good old chats. Uh, so, uh, let's see, I rode with, uh, my buddy Aaron, my buddy Tyson, and my buddy Nick, and, uh, it's been some good times, been some good times, so, uh, appreciate you guys showing me the ropes at work, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about today, so, anyways, I've been, uh, just racking my mind, not really, about what to talk about today, because I really want to, I want to be consistent. You know, that's one of those things they say about a good podcast is you've got to be consistent. And if there's one thing in my life that I am not, it's consistent. I've been working on book three in the Savannah Zombie novel uh, saga for like years now. Years. And by working on it, I mean not working on it, really. Honestly, that's what the deal is. Uh, just, you know, so many different life changes like have just taken place since I wrote the first two. And it just makes it uh, just makes it a little bit more difficult. So you just gotta find that time, y'all. Just gotta find that time, carve it out. But that's the cool thing about uh, about this new position, is I'm only working four day weeks. So that kind of gives me that extra day to do some writing, some author things, such as maybe trying to update that website that I just kind of let go and not do anything with. But uh, yeah. So, yeah, this podcast is one of those reasons why I really don't do anything with that website. Also, because this is this is my new outlet. This is my new outlet. This is my way of getting out there and, and talking to the people, you know, just talking to the real peeps of the world, you know. And uh, so, uh, yeah, because I just I felt bad because I'm not doing any writing like book writing. Like, I just felt bad, like, 
like if I'm spending time on blogs, you know, I don't want to just crank out some, you know, there's a lot of people out there, I don't want to name any names, but they just put out blogs and they just be putting out that SEO terms, just trying to get that searchability for their website and they be building up that audience that way. And I, I, I get it, but like, is that is that the audience you want? Like, I don't know, that's just not, I don't know, I don't know, it's weird, but I gotta get on my author game, so... Anyways, part of that rolls in today's episode and what I'm going to talk about right off the cuff, right off the dome. Thought of it this morning as I was making my coffee. So, um, I'm going to talk about some of the inspiration behind the Savannah zombie novels and uh, some of the zombie stuff that uh, just just inspired me and uh, just really shaped and molded and uh, just helped me create my own zombie world which uh, you can read about in uh, the Savannah Zombie novels, A New Death, A New Darkness, and then the two short stories, CJ Story and Lex's Story. So, let's go back to the year 2006. Now, if you've listened before, uh, I've talked about a little bit, you know, kind of like where the Savannah Zombie novels like came from and all that, and how they started. Uh, you know that I mentioned, uh, I think I, I first watched Night of the Living Dead when I was 13, but we're going we're gonna to start after that because I liked zombies since that point. But this is when I fell in love with zombies. You know what I'm saying? I fell in that deep relationship with zombies. I had that good times with zombies, you know? And uh, that'd be in the year 2006. Uh, This is senior year high school for me. Uh, And uh, this is the last semester. Last semester of high school. And uh, so... A lot of things going on. A lot of things going on in this year. So, summer before, I went to a church summer camp, and I felt that the the Lord was calling me into ministry. Which just it's just a, a weird way of saying for like us Christians to be like, I felt like I needed to be a pastor when I grew up. Um, so, like, if you're not in that church game, that's that's just basically what that is. It is it's not like. It's not like the Lord spoke to me in a vision. It's just I felt like a strong calling that, like, to be a pastor, that that was my thing. And more specifically, a youth pastor. Because I felt like a uh, youth pastor was kind of this job that I saw that people used as a stepping stone to become just a regular pastor. And I was like, man, that's just, that's whack, y'all. Y'all should just be in it to be in it, you know, not to be in it just using these kids trying to get to that next level. That's not what it's about, man. It's about, it's about the kids, man. It's about them teens. Them teens need some guidance. And as a young 18-year-old, I felt like I could bring that guidance. Um, so, anyways, yeah. Uh, summer before. So, when it came to classwork, I would honestly say that I wasn't doing 100%. Because I felt like, alright, next year I'm going to a Bible college. I don't need to know Algebra 3, even though I did really good at Algebra 3, which is crazy because I was not good at math in high school. Um, but uh, yeah, so anyways, in a lot of my spare time, aka not paying attention to class, uh, me and my buddy, we wanted to get together and we wanted to... Nope, you're not getting over? Okay, cool. Saw this guy's blinker at the last minute. I guess he decided to go another way. Oh, uh, that's one of the joys of uh, 
<laughs> and one of the joys of doing this podcast while I'm driving, another joy is the guy that's got a, a golf cart on the trailer in front of me. He's dragging that old extension cord about 20 feet behind his trailer. And I almost ran that thing over and it would have said, pop. And that would have been scurry. So, yep, that's a little joy right there. <laughs> oh, man, I would have pissed myself this early in the morning. Man, that would have not been good for ratings. Well, maybe it would have been good for ratings. I don't know. Maybe you guys are into that sort of thing. I don't care. Anyways, back to what I was talking about. We wanted to make a zombie movie. So we're just, like, eating up, like, all this zombie movie stuff and just uh, pretty much anything we can get our hands on. We're going to uh, Hollywood Video, which is, like, where you went before Netflix and Redbox. Like, you went to these actual stores um, and uh, you borrowed movies and then you brought them back. All right? Crazy. I know. But it's what we did. And we did it a lot. And... Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, maybe you've heard of Blockbuster uh, in memes and maybe recently in Captain Marvel. You're like, hey, what's that place? Yes, those places existed, and the one we went to was Hollywood Video. So we're renting zombie movies and all that stuff. And at the same time, I found this book. I found this book in the humor section, which it was labeled uh, under satire, I guess. But it was written deadpan. It was written 100% serious, like this is like an actual real book, and it's not to be trifled with. So I picked it up, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, this book is everything I want in a book. And the name of that book was The Zombie Survival Guide by Max Brooks. And I picked that up, man, and I just devoured it. And uh, it was just written as a completely serious uh, zombie survival guide and it was just I don't know it was just really really cool because the author Max Brooks he wrote it as in like this is a thing that could happen and this is what you should probably do if it does and it's like all super really practical advice and even if it wasn't a zombie apocalypse even if you're just dealing with just a regular old apocalypse there's still some good pretty solid advice in there so I read that, and part of uh, my, my, my favorite parts of that book um, is in the back, it's an appendix, and he takes all these historical events and ties like zombies into them and that they were like secretly zombie outbreaks. Uh, my favorite being the, uh, the, the disappearance of the Roanoke colony. Yeah, zombies. So um, yeah, that's a cool book and definitely a big inspiration in... Uh, in the world of the Savannah zombie novels, uh, definitely uh, got my creative juices flowing. And uh, me and my buddy, we wanted to make that low-budget zombie movie. And um, I was like, you know what? We we can do this. It's it's you know what makes a good zombie movie. And we kind of figure out some of the core things of it. You know, you got to have good characters. You got to have a simple story. Just kind of characters getting from point A to point B. I feel like. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's really about it. Doesn't have to be too extensive. Doesn't have to be too crazy. Um, which I feel like is where a lot of zombie movies and a lot of zombie, uh, stuff just goes off the rail. They, they just try to up that game, you know? They just try to get it crazy. And in doing that, they lose the essence of the zombie movie. Um, so, yeah, there's that. So I wrote that, or I wrote uh, an outline for a movie. I wrote two outlines 
uh, with kind of interchangeable scenes where we can kind of film all the scenes and then put them together as we please. And then I wrote a few pages of script and that was about as far as we got because we were in high school and we didn't have any money. And this was before everybody had video cameras on your cell phones and you could just make movies on your cell phone, which is just crazy. It's like you, like nowadays, like kids just like, they have these abilities to do things that we just didn't have with like technology and you're not doing anything with the kids. Come on, kids. These kids need guidance. That's my, I guess that's my, my thread for today is these kids, these teens, they need guidance. They need some strong structure in their lives. Ah, Christopher Walken. Uh, so, yeah, um, didn't do anything with it. Kind of lay dormant. That same year, uh, Max Brooks dropped uh, a second book, World War Z. And that book was also amazing because he wrote it as in, like, it was in the aftermath of a giant worldwide zombie outbreak or the zombie war or World War Z. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, like, basically, like, this 10-year period. And he just goes and he gets, like, all of these eyewitness accounts and just interviews them. And it's so good, so good, so good. And actually, I was listening to the audiobook last week with uh with my boy nick as we uh rode around in the truck and uh do the audiobook the audiobook is so good it's really the audiobook that got me into audiobooks to begin with because it is acted out each each chapter is somebody's story but each chapter is acted out by a different voice actor and we've got like legit voice actors like mark hamill Henry Rollins, Alan Alda, uh, who else is in there? Uh, Cal Penn. Um, there's just a uh, Rob Reiner does a does a chapter. There's just so many good. Uh, is it Rob Reiner? Carl Reiner? Ooh, I don't know. Sorry, Reiner Bros. Which one I got you mixed up? But good chance you're not listening to the Savannah Zombie podcast, so we'll be okay. But anyways, uh, just a really great book and just a really great way of looking at the zombie apocalypse. Just I love, I love his take on it, like how it's just super grounded in reality, and uh, it's just really good. And so both of those books, both of Max Brooks, Max Brooks books, uh, the Zombie Survival Guide and World War Z are huge influences on mine. And you'll see a lot of little things in there. If you've read uh, both of those books, you'll see a lot of things that pop up in. Uh, in my books, uh, just because they are awesome. Um, so, yep, 2006, uh, fast forward to 2008, just got married, moved down to Tallahassee for a job down there at a church. I was working at the, uh, the little low production, uh, TV station there where we would, uh, film the Sunday services and record audio. And then we'd, uh, then edit that service for TV and for distribution to other local stations, uh, kind of across the Southeast, other churches and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, that was a little cool gig where I learned a lot about video editing and sound editing and just, uh, production overall. And, uh, which was really cool because I still had that dream about making that zombie movie. I just didn't know what to do about it. But now I was actually kind of getting some of them skills, some of them skills and some of them thrills, you know what I'm saying? Because when you're producing a church service, there's, there's a lot, okay, there's really not a lot of thrills, but, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And at that time, um, living in, uh, living in an apartment with my new, my new bride, 
And uh, so at the time, uh, the only uh, really gaming thing I had was a computer. And uh, so, going into GameStop one day, and if you know anything about GameStop, their PC game selection was always very small. Um, and then Steam came along and just kind of like was like, all right, uh, no more games for you, GameStop. And uh, so anyways, uh, I just happened to come across this one game. I noticed the cover. The cover is the first thing that stands out to me. It is a hand, and it is missing a thumb. And the title of this game is Left 4 Dead. It's very clearly a zombie game. So I flip it over and I check out the back. And I'm like, this is, this is awesome. This is basically uh, four people playing together. Um, or you can play single player, which I did most of the time. And you're just trying to get from point A to point B, trying to survive the zombie apocalypse, or excuse me, the infection. So, um, I immediately buy this game and I play it. And I just remember, I remember playing that first campaign, the uh, the Mercy Hospital campaign, and just being just blown away. I'm like, this is everything that we wanted our movie to be. Like, it's just simple and it's awesome it's action-packed and it's just these characters getting from point a to point b and even though like there's really like no cutscenes, there's just the intro scene in the beginning the the voice acting for the characters was just spot on and you just felt like you were like there you were one of them and that like they were interacting with you even when you were playing on single player and it's just the ai and the ai in that game was amazing because it, in, it interacted with you and not only that but it adapted to you adapted to your playing style so if you tried to hide from the zombies and you tried to be all sneaky sneaky they'd send in that big old horde and then you just fighting off all kinds of zombies but if you try to go guns blazing they're gonna start sending in all them special infected and it's gonna be start throwing you off your game and it was just nuts and i just remember playing that first campaign and getting all the way to that last episode and the helicopter is coming like it is like i just hit the second uh the second uh button or whatever it was i think it was like a radio and the helicopter is like it's fixing to land so i'm running for that helicopter and i guess i got really low health but one of those big old tank monster um zombies comes up and he hits me so hard sends me flying off the building and the game was over and i was like there is no way i was like devastated it's like there's no way i'm playing that level again that is redonkerous so yeah um, didn't, uh, I, I, I obviously I've played that game many more times, uh, and, uh, I was like, yes, this is, this is it, this is exactly, and this is, like, at the time, because, like, there was, uh, other zombie games out, but some of them kind of either went kind of off the rails, I guess, I guess Resident Evil kind of, it was more of, like, this T-virus infection when there's a hot, there's a whole bunch of other stuff other than just zombies. Dead Rising is kind of silly. Um, there's some silly stuff as the games got further along. Um, it, was, it was just kind of more like fun and all that. Um, but this was just like a, a serious zombie game. Um, and it was just simple and beautiful and one of the, I think one of the best games ever. Um, it's, just, it's still so much fun to play. Um, but uh, yeah. So that's 2008. Uh, I don't remember exactly when the second one came out, um, but Left 4 Dead 2 came out, and Left 4 Dead 2 comes out, and it takes place in the South. 
And where does it start off with? You're right, Savannah, Georgia. Left 4 Dead 2 starts in Savannah, Georgia. Now, of course, the uh, Savannah, Georgia in the game looks nothing like the real Savannah, Georgia. Basically, they made their level, and they're like, hey, we need a name for it. Let's use Savannah, Georgia. And basically just tack the name on there. There's no, like, nothing Savannah, Georgia in that game <laughs> except for that name. Which is cool. I'm fine with. It's whatever. Um, I was kind of a little disappointed because I did, like, I found out beforehand that it was going to take place there. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be legit. This is literally, literally the one thing I wanted. And, um, yeah, so it was kind of a, kind of a disappointment. At the same time, they introduced melee weapons, which was awesome. Um, because if you know anything about me, I'm a big fan of the melee weapon when it comes to zombie apocalypse, not just, uh, loaded up on some guns, boys. Cause you know what? Not everybody got them guns. And sometimes you just need a good, uh, just a good old shovel, just a good old sharpened shovel, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah. So Left 4 Dead games, obviously a big, uh, influence on, uh, creating the zombie novel. Uh, a new death and um, kind of just creating my books uh, there's some things in there that I kind of just tip of my hat to uh, just because I enjoyed those games so much um, but uh, yep let's see what else uh, what else what else what else what else so many things um, there's a whole bunch of zombie movies obviously that um, that uh, have in that inspired me along the way um, I don't have time to go into all of them, but we'll just list off a few of them. Uh, Shaun of the Dead, of course, the humor in that, and uh, just the humor in it, but like like the seriousness that kind of like happened at the end, and uh, kind of, uh, it, there was always like, it, I guess it's just that British humor, there's always kind of that, that seriousness to it, but it's still super funny. Um, so that was uh, a big part of it. Let's see what else. What other movie? Zombieland. Zombieland was a great movie because it did. It mixed that humor. I, if if you know anything about me and about my books, and if you've read the books, then you know that I uh, am a big fan of mixing in humor with uh, the scary times because I feel like the humor kind of like balances it out and gives you a chance to kind of digest the scariness a little bit more. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Uh, Zombieland is another good zombie movie. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Let's see what else do we do. Doo -doo -doo. Uh, um, next one that's coming to mind is World War Z, the movie. Which, uh, if you check out the book, if you've read the book or listened to the audiobook, and then you watch the movie, the two share almost nothing except for a world a worldwide zombie outbreak and the fact that the main character kind of goes all over the world and the name World War Z. That's really about it. In the book, in audiobook, there's slow zombies. Um, you know, your old George Romero, Night of the Living Dead, slow zombies, kind of Walking Dead. Um, but in the movie, they upped that game, made them fast zombies, which uh, I, I like fast zombies, obviously, if you've read my books. <laughs> uh, this is not just a plug for my books today, but I keep, I keep feeling like I'm, I'm throwing them down in there. But, uh, yeah, you should definitely check them out because, you know, I make money off those books and I got kids. I got mouths to feed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, um, 
Fast Zombies or World War Z, uh, 28 Days Later, obviously, um, 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later. Um, I loved both of those movies. I love 28 Days Later because it is essentially a low-budget zombie movie, and it is done super well. And a lot of that is shot on just straight-up, like, digital, like, digi-video cams, video cams, and that's awesome because that's what we felt like we were probably going to end up using uh, when we made our zombie movie, and it kind of gave us this, uh, gave us this feel that um, it was something that we could do. It was obtainable, you know? It was something that we could, uh, we could, as young, broke, high school boys, that we could do. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Um, but I'm just getting here to work, so we're going to wrap this up. Um, anyway, speaking of World War Z, they just actually came out with a new game, and it looks amazing. It looks like, it basically looks like uh, Left 4 Dead, but on uh, methamphetamine. So, it's like super high, like high-paced and just uh, fast-paced and just tons of zombies. They've got the zombies pouring off walls and whatnot and it just looks really good. I, I, I'm just I'm not sure about if I want to buy it yet. Plus, I like don't have any time for like the games that I already do have, so there's also that, you know? Um, but I definitely will be checking it out sometime soon. I'm just not sure when. So, if you've played World War Z, um, let me know. You could let me know on the Instagram page, or you can let me know on the Anchor FM app, which, um, if you remember from the ad at the beginning of this episode, you can leave me voice messages, which is really cool. Um, and I'll play them on the next episode. But, uh, I know I'm missing some influences, obviously, if I had made notes or any kind of, like, any kind of production value for this episode, I would have that, but I don't, because you know, that's how I roll. So, anyways, let's wrap this up, I gotta get to work, um, next week, Tyson versus the zombie apocalypse, hey, um, I wanna hear scenarios, I wanna hear the situations that you wanna put Tyson through, so hit me up on Instagram, on at Savannah Zombie Novel, um, on the Instagram and then, or my favorite, I'd really appreciate if you hit me up on this Anchor FM app and uh, throw in some situations and leave me a message of what you want Tyson to go through, um, zombie apocalypse. If you leave a voice message, I will play it in the episode. And will I play it in the episode? Hmm. I think I can. Yeah. I'm going to do my best to play it in the episode. But we will see because I haven't tried any of this yet. So we'll find out. Uh, but definitely send it in. I'll definitely play it somehow. And um, we'll, uh, we'll go from there. All right. So that's this week's episode. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Savannah Zombie Podcast with me, Josh Vasquez, author, husband, father, nerd, and a bunch of other things. So, yeah, uh, that's it. Have a good week. See ya.